Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast. We're all be coming to you every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God, which is my absolute favorite thing to do. Every week, I'll bring you encouragement to see God working all things together for good, from scriptures to devotional excerpts to song lyrics to personal examples from my journey through redemption and restoration. Joining this community on a regular basis, where it's okay to be real and throw off our masks of perfection, will not only encourage you, but will motivate and stir your hearts and just possibly leave you forever changed. In times like this, we all need to be encouraged as we face the challenges, difficulties, and losses of this life. So I look forward to growing right along with you in authenticity and transparency as we endeavor to find the faithfulness of God in our everyday lives. So take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more people are able to find the encouragement you're about to hear. Each episode is broadcast on my YouTube channel before it's converted and brought to you in this audio format. If you'd like to get in on the fun and giveaways at my YouTube home, join me over there at Athena Dean Holtz for even more encouragement. So, hey, let's get started. Well, hey, everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast, where we connect every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God. So today's episode of Redeemed and Restored is entitled Peace in Him. There's just so much going on in our world today. The fear and panic about the Delta variant of the coronavirus as it escalates. Mask mandates back on even for those who've been fully vaccinated with no end in sight. Fires in California rage out of control with people losing everything to the flames. Afghanistan and Haiti in crisis, and so much more. It's enough to make us want to just give up, feeling hopeless with great despair. But did you know that in third world countries where believers are persecuted for their faith, that in those countries the church is growing at an astounding rate? One of our authors, Heather Murdoch, has seen firsthand how God works in the midst of persecution tragedy and trials to draw people to himself and she posted about it this week to help us capture the right perspective. It is so easy to be drawn into fear as we look at all that is going on in our world, but we so need to find that peace that is only in him. Last week, our Redemption Press team was in St. Charles, Missouri for a bookstore retailers conference and award-winning singer-songwriter Babby Mason sang one of the songs she is best known for entitled Trust His Heart and I want to share the lyrics with you because I think they fit perfectly. All things work for our good though sometimes we don't see how they could. Struggles that break our hearts in two sometimes blind us to the truth. Our Father knows what's best for us. His ways are not our own. So when your pathway grows dim, 
and you just don't see him, remember, you're never alone. God is too wise to be mistaken. God is too good to be unkind. So when you don't understand, when you don't see his plan, when you can't trace his hand, trust his heart. He sees the master plan and he holds our future in his hand. So don't live as those who have no hope. All our hope is found in him. We see the present clearly, but he sees the first and the last. And like a tapestry, he's weaving you and me to someday be just like him. God is too wise to be mistaken. God is too good to be unkind. So when you don't understand, when you don't see his plan, when you can't trace his hand, trust his heart. In all of these troubles, in every tragedy and crisis, these are the words I want to remember in order to keep my perspective where it needs to be and my peace to be fully in him. So I choose to trust his heart. How about you? So I filmed the introduction and the message to this week's podcast on the boat, on the long dock of the Foss Waterway, where my pastor hubby and I are resting up from all of my travels. So take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more folks find this podcast and are encouraged. Or you may even know someone who needs to hear this message, so please share the link with others. You may even want to visit my YouTube channel to see the video version of this podcast and connect with the conversations happening over there. So type into your browser, redeemedandrestored.tv, and you'll find the video broadcast there. So hey, let's get started. Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here for this week's edition of Redeemed and Restored. And I am coming to you again this week with thoughts on truth, the Christian life, and God's incredible faithfulness. The title of today's episode is Peace in Him. I read the word, sorry, but your package won't be delivered until the end of the day on Monday. I shuddered as I saw that message on the FedEx tracking site. We'd ordered our banners four weeks ago and still they weren't going to arrive in time. That just like does not compute. Something about a bad barcode that slowed down the shipment. That was not our fault, but no one was taking responsibility and it just was not going to be delivered until Monday, which would have been way too late for us to use for the conference we were at, no matter who they communicated to on the phone, in email, on the site, the verdict was in and it wasn't going to change. They would not be delivered until late Monday. My girls scurried down to the Home Depot and Hobby Lobby to try to create new signage. But let me tell you, trying to create a replacement for two 
bright banners spanning 16 feet across and 8 feet top to bottom seemed a bit of an unrealistic expectation. I'm like, Lord, we need you to provide a miracle right now. I know the update says they won't arrive until Monday, but Lord, would you just like grease the skids with your Holy Spirit and cause them to be delivered on Saturday? Imagine my surprise when just after noon on Saturday, our friend whose house we were shipping books and other supplies to texted a picture of the box that had just arrived. The ensuing celebration was rowdy and loud, and God was praised for the miraculous answer to that simple prayer. At the same time, we've on many fronts faced troubles and trials that really haven't been wrapped up in a neat bow as quickly as I would like. Owning a business that is ministry-minded, but it's still a business, means I have to make decisions that sometimes hurt people's feelings. But I also have to look at the greater good and do what's best for our future. That also can look like moving in a new direction that maybe wasn't our original plan. Moving to an almost completely virtual model as a company is the direction that we feel like God is moving us in, especially after learning how strong we can be as the pandemic left us no choice but to work virtually. So I am committed to walking by faith in this new business model to make the most of every single opportunity and rid ourselves of unnecessary overhead. And on that very same day that we celebrated our answer to prayer, getting in those banners, there were many of our brothers and sisters in Christ across the globe in Afghanistan and Haiti who were praying for protection. In Afghanistan, as the Taliban was going door to door, executing believers who refused to renounce their faith in Christ, many were crying out for miracles but they weren't necessarily getting the answer to their prayer that we experienced with our simple prayer. How do we process that? Ours was a simple miracle, an answer to a prayer, while theirs is life and death. All at once, I struggled with feeling ashamed that I would be so happy that he answered our prayer when these faithful brothers and sisters are being martyred. This morning in my quiet time, I read the you version verse for the day, John 16, 33. It reads, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. I have never really seen the emphasis like this before. It's the in him that we have peace, not in the circumstance, in him. Why? Because Jesus assures us in the very next sentence, in this world, we will have trouble, 
So we can't expect to have peace in our troubling circumstance, but only in him in the midst of those troubles. Why? Because he has overcome the world. We win no matter whether we live or we die as a result of our troubles. As I dug into this scripture, I saw the following. So hang in there with me. First, in verse 32, Jesus tells us that we'll be scattered each to our own homes, isolated, feeling left in the lurch and alone. That's my emphasis. Secondly, in verse 33, Jesus told us to expect this so that in him we will have peace. Number three, he goes on to remind us that in this world we will have trouble and sorrow. Number four, he admonishes us to take heart for he has overcome the world. So as I dove into these two proclamations, we will have troubles and we must take heart. Here's what I found. The Blue Letter Bible defines troubles as oppression, affliction, tribulation, distress, straits, and pressure. Different translations say this. We will have trouble, that's the NIV, many trials and sorrow, NLT, tribulation and distress and suffering, amplified, have distress, CEB, we will have to suffer, CEV, and even though this is the truth about the worlds we live in, we are called to respond differently than unbelievers. The Blue Letter Bible defines take heart as to be of good courage and of good cheer. Different translations say this, take heart in the NIV, be courageous, confident, undaunted, and filled with joy in the Amplified. Cheer up in the CEV, be of good cheer in the MAV, be of good cheer in the MEV, and be brave in the Good News Bible UK. So whether our troubles are small or large, relatively insignificant or demanding our life, our response is the same. We're called to be courageous, be brave, trust him and be filled with joy, even in the face of traumatic loss. We're called to keep our minds fixed on him, trusting him with every trouble we encounter. And when we do, we are kept in perfect peace. Scripture says you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Isaiah 26, 3. I don't know about you, but I'm praying for those believers in Afghanistan. Should they be unable to escape, that they will be courageous in the face of death, shining the light of Jesus for all their foes to see and knowing that they have the promise of Revelation 20 verse 4, which says, I saw thrones on which were seated those who had been given authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded 
because of their testimony about Jesus and because of the word of God, they had not worshiped the beast or its image and had not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ a thousand years. I'm also praying for us in this first world country. What does it look like for us to stand up for truth and not worship the beast, to not take the mark? Could it be in our own sphere of influence where we actually walk through the storms in our lives without grumbling or complaining or giving into fear or treat hard to love people with grace instead of sarcasm, or perhaps trusting God to work things out even when we can't see how he's gonna do it. I don't know, what do you think? How could you shine his light in difficult circumstances? I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on this because I just, I just don't know how to even wrap my head around all this. So, hey, thank you for joining me today. I'd sure appreciate it if you would like, follow, share, and comment on this episode. My name is Athena Dean Holtz, and this is Redeemed and Restored. So thanks for joining us today on the Redeemed and Restored podcast brought to you by Athena Dean Holtz and the Romans 828 Bookstore, a division of Redemption Press. I'd love to have you review and share this podcast with friends, family, and others who could use the encouragement. And be sure to check out my YouTube channel at Athena Dean Holtz for more tips and tools to help you find the faithfulness of God. So thanks for joining us today. See you next week for another episode of Redeemed and Restored.